Hey Krishna, welcome all to Everyday Chant Harinam conference call. Today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Amagiri Dari Das Prabhu from India to enlighten us on verse 7, chapter 13 of Canto 5 from Srimad Bhagavatam. Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Please take over the call whenever you are ready, Prabhu. Hare Krishna, so thank you so much for having me today. For those of you who would be expecting um, another speaker, uh, there's a switch uh, that Prabhu, uh, our, uh, Prabhu from Houston, he, he couldn't make it, so I'm switching his place. So just in case if you are not expecting me, you have to tolerate me for the next one hour. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jaya Mudiraye Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki So we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 13, Text Number 7. Durair Kritasva Kvachani Vinna Chetam Sochan Vimukhyan Upayati Kshamalam Vachikchagandarva Puram Pravishta Pramodate Nirvratavan Mohurtam Sometimes being defeated or plundered by a superior powerful agent, a living entity loses all his possessions. He then becomes very morose. and lamenting their loss, he sometimes becomes unconscious. Sometimes he imagines a great palatial city in which he desires to live happily with his family members and riches. He thinks himself fully satisfied if this is possible. But such so-called happiness continues only for a moment. Purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shla Prabhupada Ki Jai. The word Gandharva Puram is very significant in this verse. Sometimes in the forest a very big castle appears and this is called a castle in the air. Actually, this castle does not exist anywhere but in one's imagination. This is called Gandharva Pura. In the material forest, the conditioned soul sometimes contemplates great castles and skyscrapers and he wastes his energy for such things, hoping to live in them very peacefully with his family forever. However, laws of nature do not allow this. When he enters such castles, 
he temporarily thinks that he is very happy even though his happiness is impermanent his happiness may last for a few years but because the owner of the castle has to leave the castle at the time of death everything is eventually lost this is the way of worldly transactions such happiness is described by vidyapati as the happiness one derives upon seeing a drop of water in the desert the desert is heated by scorching sunshine and if we want to reduce the desert temperature we need huge amounts of water millions and millions of gallons what effect will one drop have water certainly has value but one drop of water cannot reduce the heat of the desert in this material world everyone is ambitious but the heat is very scorching what will an imaginary castle in the air do to help shila vidyapati has therefore sung tatala shaikate vari bindu samam sutamita ramani samaje the happiness of family life friends society is compared to a drop of water in the scorching desert the entire material world is busy trying to attain happiness because happiness is the prerogative of living being unfortunately due to failing in contact with the material world the living entity simply struggles for existence even if one becomes happy for a while a very powerful enemy may plunder everything there are many instances in which big businessmen suddenly becomes paupers in the street yet the nature of material existence is such that foolish people are attracted to those to these transactions and they forget the real business of self realization om ajnana timirandasya jnananjana shalakayam chakshuran militam menam tasmay shri gurave namaha nama om vishnu padayam krishna preshtaya bhutale shrimate bhakti vedantam swamin niti namine namaste saraswati deve गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषाशून्यवादी पाश्चत्यादेशिणे जय श्रीकृष्णाचैतन्याभूनिदादर्शवासदी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे रामाम राम राम हरे हरे शूरस्वचनचेता शोचन विमुह्यपयाति क्षम कशमल 
क्वचिगंधर्वपुरुम प्रविष्ट प्रमोदते निर्वृतवन्मुहूर्त Sometimes being defeated or plundered by a superior powerful agent a living entity loses all his possessions he then becomes very morose and lamenting their loss he sometimes becomes unconscious sometimes he imagines a great palatial city in which he desires to live happily with his family members and riches he thinks himself fully satisfied if this is possible but such so called happiness continues only for a moment so we are continuing our discussion where jada bharata is trying to enlighten king rahuguna so these instructions from jada bharata are not just philosophical understanding these instructions are self realized instructions now when we talk about self realization self realization could as well be a person undergoing that pain realizing that effect of it and come out and warn everyone else or in other capacity a person may have witnessed the pain of others in his life in front of him and based on others pain he get to learn the nature of this material world in both capacity it is called self realization because jnani na tatva darshina they have seen the truth many a times we have this ideology in the modern world that unless you experience how can you explain bhakti siddhanta saraswati maharaj and other acharyas have clarified every time we don't need to experience everything prabhupada also says potassium cyanide is poisonous to one's health one may not survive by coming in contact with potassium cyanide we a drop of potassium cyanide it will kill him if somebody says that no no i will experience it then how can somebody you know live further so proper use of this example of potassium cyanide so the point here is in our spiritual journey self realization is a very important and potent subject because 
knowledge received from a self realized soul if they are rejected or taken lightly the net outcome is disaster for the listener i repeat the knowledge and instructions received from the self realized soul if they are taken lightly or if they are not seriously applied then the person has to really undergo a, a serious set of troubles reason being experience of the experienced persons should be valued else they will be giving experience to someone else at the cost of our pain so the natural is jada bharata is now giving some wonderful words of wisdom to king rahuguna and in turn to us one time ambrish prabhu was giving a press conference in kolkata so he had called all the big big industrialists all the reporters industrialists everybody everybody gathered and ambarish prabhu was talking about fundraising for tobp as he was speaking he said my dear friends i have seen the end of the road of what it means to be richer in life i am just paraphrasing his statement you know, have seen till the end what it means to be richer or wealthy there is no great fun in that hence let's lead a life with purpose for a mission so rather than just working hard to amass wealth let's utilize our time energy resources intelligence including money for some great cause that was his message so people those who are intelligent will immediately understand or should understand my god this person is a great grandson of henry ford definitely what he is saying is correct he has seen the end of the road of what it means to have you know wealth if he says there is no fun is he an exception that he didn't get fun is he really crazy to say this what could be the weightage of him saying this why he would even say this what benefit he would get by saying this obviously there is no personal benefit attached to it so which means there is some higher purpose for which he is talking every sane guy will understand but how a stupid will see this a stupid idiot those who are
those whose intelligence is taken away by maya maya apakrita gyana that person will say <laughs> this guy enjoyed all his life now he is coming and giving you know gyan all the time in our life whenever we share any words of wisdom based on our experience so younger generation they think that their situation is different their era is different they will have a different result my dear friends bhagavatam has so many places forewarned and we as students of shrimad bhagavatam should at least be vigilant enough not to fall prey to such to false propagandas and take shrimad bhagavatam's directive for our lives so jadabharata is giving one other wonderful instruction in this particular shloka and which is what we are going to churn very practical to the point but very very important instruction so i am going to discuss this through some sets of reflections and my first reflection is this first canto first chapter text number 10 shrimad bhagavatam says prayena alpa ayusha sabya kala vasmin yuge jana mand sumand matayo mand bhagya si upadrataha the nature of kalyuga is foretold 5000 years ago what is that alpa ayusha we are short lived mandaha we will be lazy sumandaha we will be misguided mandabhagya we will we will have an unfortunate situation ubhadrataha we will be disturbed and there is no ambiguous in this these five things are definitely going to happen and in this kaliyuga there is also one good thing kaler dosha nide rajan asti ki eko mahan gunaha kirtanat eva krishnasya mukta sanga param rajet while kaliyuga may have several faults kaliyuga may be the age of quarrel and hypocrisy asti ki eko mahan gunaha there is one good quality of kali which is kirtanat eva krishnasya mukta sanga param rajet if somebody performs krishna kirtana he is liberated and he will be classified a fortunate soul so while prabhupad is writing that the entire material world is busy trying to attain happiness 
because happiness is the prerogative of the living being very profound statement happiness is our prerogative but happiness is not given if anyone who is having slightest curiosity in intelligence if they analyze this statement the conclusion is i am trapped i am in a wrong place if happiness is my prerogative and how much ever i try i do not get sustained consistent happiness my prerogative is taken away from me by force and how much ever i try i am not succeeding in that which means i am trapped and i need to now forego all the agendas and try only to exit from this trap this is my first reflection because if this intelligence or this questioning if this basic sense of discrimination is not achieved then dharmena hina pashubir samana vidura is saying this to drudrashtra ahar nidra bhayamaitunam cha samanyam etat pashubir naranam धर्मोहितेशो विशेष धर्मेन हीन पशुर्सन हव आर वी डिफरेंट फ्रॉम एनिमल्स बिकॉज वी लॉस्ट अवर सेंस ऑफ डिस्क्रिमिनेशन सो देन ऑब्वियस थिंग्स आर नॉट क्लियर टू अस एंड अवर प्रोरोगेटिव इज फोर्सफुली टेकन अवे फ्रॉम अस एंड वी कीप ट्राइंग एंड विदुरा इज गिविंग अ वंडरफुल अलीगोरी to dhridrashtra about this entire scenario how in spite of all our rights all our comforts are taken away and we are in a very precarious condition we still search for um, happiness whilst happiness is not going to be available the allegory is giving is a very famous one you all would have heard this a man is walking inside the forest suddenly a tiger started chasing him when the tiger started to chase him the man was running 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 to save himself from the tiger out of fear he didn't realize he's stepping on to an elephant trap hope you all have you all can imagine if you want to trap an elephant for sure that will be a pretty big uh, um a ditch or a, a hole gadda huh and they are covered with fake ground some sort of leaves are covered as if it is a normal terrain so this guy steps on to an elephant trap and thankfully before falling down he catches hold of a tree branch which was leaning over 
and he thanked himself thank god i got saved by falling inside the the pit but his problem is not solved the tiger which was chasing him is waiting hungry on the top and incidentally if he is seeing down okay let me jump inside the pit there are a lot of poisonous snakes and scorpions so he, if he goes up he is going to die if he goes down he is going to die in the meanwhile the branch which was leaning over they were being constantly eaten by rats the rats were eating the branch so even if he is desiring to keep hanging for a while with the end of these rats the branch is going to break off now to add to this glory because of this man hanging there was a honeycomb and there were lot of honey bees because of him shaking the branch they started to flee and they started to sting this guy one bee stinging itself is very painful so several bees were you know attacking him so he anyway can't hold on to this branch for a long time and in this entire scene there's a tiger up there are scorpions and snakes down the branch is going to break off honey bees are stinging this guy is witnessing because of his shaking of the branch honey from the comb is dripping so this guy is sticking his tongue out and trying to aim to catch the honey droplets vidura is explaining our searching for happiness in this material world is something similar to that my dear dhritarashtra vidura gave so many times instructions to dhritarashtra and it is explained that every time vidura gives instruction to dhritarashtra dhritarashtra used to understand get convinced and he would make up his mind to regulate his son duryodhana and somehow walk the path of dharma so he gets prepared but as soon as duryodhana enters the scene as soon as duryodhana comes into the picture somehow dhritarashtra's love blind love for his son overpowers everything else that he simply falls prey to duryodhana's plan that is why vidura scolds dhritarashtra that you are not just blind externally you are blind internally so my first reflection here is that we as students of shrimad bhagavatam should learn to conclude should learn to discriminate should learn to understand that we are actually in the trap and the more we stay on to the trap the more we are getting closer to our death or our end so every person 
is given an opportunity to exit exit the trap at least as human beings we are definitely given a privilege we should learn to search work for constantly yearn to exit the trap and at least that sense of urgency that sense of despondency should be seen in our personal thoughts actions priorities this is my first reflection if it is reflecting we are on the right track if we are complacent you know hankering after the honey droplets hankering after the prerogative happiness that we should be getting which we won't get then we are no less than a brainless guy or no less than animal so it is extremely important for us to at least come to that conclusion that we are trapped because the moment we are convinced on this part that i am trapped i am not in my home i am in a foreign land this is not my place this is not my comfort zone this is not the area where i am supposed to be not theoretically not just philosophically by our consciousness we are very much aware if we are convinced of this part then half the job is done because all the acharyas first agenda is to make us realize this part atato brahma jignasa what is that question means the first aphorism of vedanta sutra is teaching what jignasa brahma jignasa atato brahma jignasa please inquire find out who are you please enquire and find out what are all your constitutional position where you are supposed to be what is your identity whom are you supposed to be related to what is your eternal presence try to find this out especially as human beings and when we find out the first truth or one of the truths that we will come to know or we should come to know is we are currently trapped and this place is not the place where i will have my constitutional existence as krishna explains dukhalayam asashvatam so my first reflection is about understanding accepting and trying to very clearly remember that we are trapped and our prerogative are not provided so jadabharata is trying to bring this understanding to king rahuguna now comes the next part which is about 
day dreaming yesterday evening only we were discussing this point in another meeting we are having this disease of day dreaming what is day dreaming it is about imagining contemplating way 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 outside of the reality bhakti siddhanta saraswati maharaj tells a very interesting story there was a pot maker very simple pot maker very poor guy had a very austere life so this pot maker he went to the market to sell his pots that he has made so he is frustrated with this austere life see he also wanted to live a life of luxury and comfort one day in the afternoon he was lying down and it was an after lunch time so he fell asleep and he got a dream he was since was contemplating constantly on luxurious life he got a dream where he said or he, he was thinking i'll keep selling this pots more and more very soon i'll be a very rich guy i will have a palatial house i will marry a beautiful girl and this girl will very religiously do service to me look after me and at that time if at any point in time she is not going to listen to my commands i'll kick her so it was all in his dream and suddenly when he got that feeling of kicking her he really kicked and all the pots that he had kept to sell broke bhakti siddhant saraswati maharaj says that those who do not have the reality check those who are living in their dream they can neither live peacefully in this life nor they will get the right destination in the next so my second reflection is come the reality check of what happens in our day dreams or imaginary world is not available to us or at least it is not easily available to us that too in a trapped condition if i had not been trapped probably i can aim it is like this we always give this example of a cow tied to a rope 
and the rope is tied to a pole. Let me explain about freedom versus free will. We always use this example. The freedom for the cow is directly proportionate to the length of the rope. But the free will is, the cow can think of anything. I can go and gaze in that uh, green land. I can go and roam around this place, that place. But the freedom is curtailed. So my second reflection is about the reality check. First was also reality check, but first was a conclusive understanding. We need to get that we are trapped. And when you are trapped, we need to know what, what, what in, under what gradation we fall under. Because even in the criminals, there are different gradations. Some petty thieves who are relieved in one, two months time. Little serious one gets two to, two to three years. Little more serious one gets six to eight years. So like that, amongst criminals also, there are gradations. In the first canto, in the same this canto, when you go to the last chapter, 26th chapter, Sukadeva Goswami Padi is explaining to Maharaj Parikshit about different types of hell. While giving a prelude to that, Sukadeva Goswami Padi is explaining the severity of hellish lives are threefolded. For those who are innocent, the severity is less. For those who have accidentally committed, the severity is moderate. Those who have purposely committed an offense, the sins, the severity is very you know, intense. So, he is explaining how the punishments are also given based on our intentions and propensities. So, from that perspective, the reality check we need to know even whilst I am trapped, what are all the possibilities given to me for my exit? For example, as an animal, we have a limited opportunity to have our own endeavor to get rid of the cycle of birth and death. But for human beings, we have better arrangement. For demigods, they have further more better arrangement. So it is important that we get to the reality check and not remain as a daydreamer and eventually exit. Keep looking forward for the exit path. Ashraddhadanaha purusham dharmasyasyas param tapam aprapyamam nevartante mrityu samsaravartmani Krishna explains to Arjuna, if you are not Shaddalu, if you are not having faith in this process, then what is going to happen? Mrityu samsara vartmani, janma mrityu jaradhyadi, janma mrityu jaradhyadi, janma mrityu jaradhyadi, birth death, old age, disease, cycle will never stop after you. So the second reflection hence is about 
can we stop daydreaming and start getting to a reality check what is reality check reality check is four folded number 1 i accept where i stand in my consciousness level number 2 i accept that i need to search for a solution and if i search for it i will be able to come out of it number 3 the solution that is available should be coming from a bona fide source otherwise i should not once again fall trapped to fake ones and fourth is i should work towards them consistently not just sporadically so a reality check is such that i try to find out map dundugari when he made mistake of breaking all the regulative principles the gokarna pastimes and bhagavat mahatmya very nicely explain this gokarna read shrimad bhagavatam and eventually became a bhagavata dundugari because of his notorious activity because of his doing all sorts of nonsense he eventually got completely misaligned and eventually he was killed and he became a ghost he was killed or he got suicide or whatever it is he became a ghost and he came to gokarna saying that my dear brother please help me this is a very precarious condition i am not able to manage the situation so gokarna is helping him by organizing bhagavata saptaha the part was dundukari accepting his situation it was too late but is definitely better than never if he had not come he would have been beating around the bush everywhere so my second reflection hence is whilst i know i am trapped i should also come out of day dreaming and should have a reality check of knowing where i stand the need of me finding a solution which is definitely possible and need of not getting trapped not getting carried away by bogus false propagators and eventually consistently follow them this is a reality check that we need to always be because prabhupada explains that the laws of nature doesn't allow us 
to live very peacefully in this material world with family forever that is not how this material world is designed so let's get that reality check the last reflection the third reflection is about what shri prabhupada is explaining in the last paragraph even if everyone becomes happy for a while a very powerful enemy may plunder everything there are many instances in which big businessmen suddenly become paupers in the street yet the nature of material existence is such that foolish people are attracted to these transactions and they forget the real business of self realization Sanatana Goswami was the jail. Nawab Hussain Shah, when he realized that Rupa and Sanatana are going to quit their job and going to leave to become a mendicant, he didn't want to release them because they were one of the best governors he had. very intelligent and he would he didn't want to lose them he said i'll give you guys everything that you ask for you don't please leave me rupa and sanatana were very determined so he said In that case <laughs> i have to arrest you and whilst you are inside the jail you will work for me after several persuasion between these two brothers one of them decided to convince nawab husain shah sarupa goswami first convinced him saying that sanatana goswami will stay back so you will release me so out of whatever respect because they have helped them a lot he thought this was also not a bad deal at least i'll get one of the two so let me release one so rupa goswami left rupa goswami gave all the wealth gold everything to sanatana goswami and he left to meet chaitanya mahaprabhu soon few months later sanatana goswami bribed all the men because he had lot of money and he escaped from the jail and he took along with him one of his servants and the servant was carrying some gold coins on the way somehow somebody got a tip off some thieves got a tip off they realized that sanatana goswami and this other fellow they both have lot of gold coins so they made a plan to trap them and try to loot them on that night sanatana goswami and his servant chose to live in one grahastha's house unfortunately 
that grahastha happened to be the agent of the thieves so sanatana goswami soon realized the plan was the grahastha was going to poison sanatana goswami and kill him and loot the money so sanatana goswami said before even we get into that situation let's ourselves give that money to them so because he knew what he is going to aim for is much superior than whatever the gold coins yes so he gave all the gold coins to them and he left so when he left the secretary or the servant he kept couple of gold coins with him so on the way just for those two gold coins two or three gold coins that this guy had kept some petty thieves were chasing them so sanatana goswami realizing the scene he suddenly asked do you still have some gold left with you while sanatana goswami gave a clear instructions give up to give all the gold to them this guy said yes sir sir i cannot travel with you because just for these two gold coins i cannot put my life at risk and he said you take this gold coin go to your home live your life peacefully i am going ahead for my mission this is a very famous story the message here is if we have to aim to serve the lotus feet of narayana we need to learn to relinquish all the other acquisitions knowing that they will be looted away prabhas is very clearly even if one becomes happy for a while alpa ayushastapya kala avasmin yugejana manda sumanda matayo manda bhagyagi upadrata so even if you wish to be happy even if you are living happily somebody will come somebody will be envious of you somebody will want to you know chase things away from you so my last reflection here is hence shla prabhupad writes in teachings of queen kunti in one of the purports that i was a practicing devotee and my business was going very nicely one fine day my business started to collapse and i was wondering what is going on but very soon i got to realize that that was a blessings because i was executing the orders of my spiritual master so prabhupada gives another example sometimes he is giving example of cow dung patties the wet dung the wet cow dung might feel little proud looking at the dry ones 
which are used for burning this wet dung will think aha see i am safe nobody can take me but without realizing that very soon i will also become dry i mean i will also be used for burning so prabhupad writes this that all our acquisitions i mean i'm just paraphrasing prabhupad writes in this context where all our wealth all our power position name fame beauty prosperity followers everything is limited and can never be given to us for eternity for sure not hence it is better we learn to dovetail all of them to that person whom it belongs to by that way you are neither the owner but at least a good caretaker and you are in the good books of the law of karma so my last reflection is that in the materialistic context while i may understand i am trapped while i may understand that i have my reality check i voluntarily go forward approach a right bona fide source and try to offer dovetail everything that i possess which i have wrongly classified and labeled them as mine i'll voluntarily go and accept that they are not mine they are all belonging to the supreme lord hence my dear lord it is all yours please take them and utilize them for your bestest sense i am yours prabhupad writes in his song my dear lord make me dance make me dance lord make me dance i have no other agenda apart from dancing to your tunes so our approach and goal should be that somehow or other we do not wait for things to collapse we on our own go forward and submit ourselves and try to tell the lord and his servants i am yours this all belong to krishna and i eventually give things up which i wrongly possess lakshmi devi explains anyone who aims for me and not for my husband i will remain chanchala to them so don't let's not aim for lakshmi let's aim for narayana in whose heart lakshmi resides so my third reflection hence is we will not wait for any damage to happen pain to happen problem to happen challenge to come our way then we realize then we ask sorry we will wake up right now pack up offer everything that we have labeled as ours we will remove the label and offer it as krishna's because it is actually belonging to him and at the end it will be given back to us and we will be classified as a beautiful caretaker of krishna's assets and you will be on the good side of good books of the supreme lord so we had three sets of reflection first reflection is about realizing how are we trapped 
second reflection is about the reality check and third reflection is about our voluntary confession voluntary offering of all that we have possessed ill uh, legitimately we will offer it to the lord saying that's yours otherwise somebody will come and loot it and will anyway be bereft of anything rather by offering everything everything to the lord we will be under safe hands grantra shrimad bhagavatam ki jai shila prabhu pada ki jai tatai gaura premanande hari hari bol any questions or comments hari krishna prabhu um, it was such a wonderful session and full reminder like how when we are listening to something um we should be carefully trying to take it back home and try to implement um and look in the right perspective um uh, thank you so much prabhu um we really like your session um do you have any questions or comments please go ahead 